And now, a special edition of the Toddcast Podcast. Don't you find your spirit being lifted knowing that COVID and the pandemic, the loss of life, the loss of jobs, all of that soon will be in the rearview mirror. Sure, some people are going to die. People will still lose their jobs, but you won't be wearing a mask while that happens, or hopefully not. Being quarantined at home sucks. You can't go hang with friends at the bar, watching the fights. Can't go see a band play at your favorite venue. Can't have friends over for a barbecue or to watch the hockey game. But there has been some pretty good things to come out of it. Maybe you took some more me time than normal. Maybe you read a book or played a video game or learned how to crochet. Lots of family time. (laughs) Crochet, who the fuck is crocheting? Lots of family time with the pandemic. Uh, And as a dad with two kids, eight and ten, this couldn't have come at a better time. Playing card games and going on hikes and playing road hockey. Creativity. The downtime meant that we, the podcast, got to Zoom with a ton of people. As you might imagine, everyone was suddenly more willing and eager to do interviews in 2020. Something, anything, just let me see someone and talk to them. Uh, That's what this week is all about. You'll hear from nine guests in this best of podcast, and we'll get to a few of those musical guests in just a sec. Coming up in about 15 minutes in Listen to This, Hailstorm singer Lizzie Hale sharing a touring and traveling story about Prague and Paris right around the time of those terrorist attacks. It's pretty scary stuff. That is powered by Tedco RV Supplies out in Langley, RV Service and Repair, ICBC accredited. Check, check, check. You can find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com. First, a few of our recent musical guests in this best of podcast, all of whom are brought to you by Pineapple Sound, a recording and mixing studio out in Langley since 2013. They record podcasts, voiceover sessions, you name it. Check them out through pineapplesound.com. As you know, Megadeth, one of the big fours, alongside Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer, 38 million albums sold, platinum certification on six of the 15 studio records, 12 Grammy nominations, one Grammy win. And when Megadeth bassist David Ellefson zoomed with us, we talked about his first concert, Seeing Kiss, back in 1978. My very first concert was Kiss on the Rock and Roll Over Tour, uh, February 6, 1977 at the Met Center <laughs> in Bloomington. <laughs> Remembers the date. <laughs> well, and what's funny about it is, is I just saw, you know, I've seen Kiss a bunch, and of course we you know, performed with them and, and, you know, done shows with them as well. But, um, yeah, I went to go see the end of the, end of the road tour when they came through Phoenix, um, last year, early last year, I guess. And I bought a t-shirt and it had the Kiss Destroyer. It looked like the t-shirt I bought at that show in 1977. I didn't know bootleggers, but I bought a shirt outside from a bootlegger and it was a crappy shirt. You know, you wash it once and it falls apart. And, you know, I was that kid. I didn't know, you know. And so I bought the shirt. And so at, when I, at the end of the road tour, there's a shirt that kind of looked like that. It was, the, it was the Destroyer cover. And on the back, it had a bunch of tour dates. And I got home, and I'm looking at the tour dates. And I'm going, how come they don't have Glendale, Arizona on the dates? And I, and I realized that these are the tour dates from the Destroyer into the Rock and Roll Over Tour. Because they were kind of seamless. I think it was kind of a seamless transition. They didn't change their costumes. Um, and I remember Eddie Trunk and I were you know, beefing over, like, was, was it, was that Destroyer? Was that Rock and Roll Over? Was that Love Gun? Because those three kind of ran together. And, and it's, I love when you get with other KISS nerds because, 
you know, and I, we got people to do the same with Megadeth now, you know, they, they nerd out over what show, what song list. And so I get it. I, I am part of one of those bands now. And, and so, um, you know, again, kind of back to no cover, it's just this whole circle, you know, we're fanboying out and paying honor to, you know, the, the idols and the heroes that got guitars in our hands and gave us a, a path forward. And then I, of course, meet Dave and, you know, we find our own path forward and, and we've now inspired a bunch of groups, you know, that, that, that have come behind us. So it's, you know, it's nice to just be part of this, this sort of cycle of life. Would you be surprised to hear that AWOL Nation's hit song, Sail, only went to number 17 on Billboard's Hot 100? you think it would go higher than that, right? Big song for them, regardless, off their debut, Megalithic Symphony, back in 2011, sold 6 million albums and cannonballed into the music scene. They're now four albums in. Their latest came out last year. I've talked to their singer, Aaron Bruno, in the past, uh, back when I was doing Fox's afternoon show, three to seven weekdays. But... uh yeah, it'd been probably about, I don't know, eight, nine years between. Nice guy, engaged to the conversation, which is nice. Nothing like talking to somebody who's cleaning their fingernails or staring off to that far distant land. And when Aaron jumped on the Zoom with us, he talked about how he's a big fan of Star Wars and binging the Mandalorian, the Clone Wars. I mean, I'm mostly a Star Wars fan, though, I should tell you. Star and, Wars, okay. Yeah, I, I, unlike most people, are... I'm pleased with how they concluded. I'm I'm happy with the last three um, because I thought they would, I thought they would ruin it, you know, or, and I feel like they did a good service to the, the history of star Wars. And I, you know, I don't know what else they could have done. I mean, it'd be easy to tear apart the story and nitpick it, but I feel like they did a good job. Did you binge through the Mandalorian in like two days or what? Of course I did. I, I, I haven't watched clone wars yet though. I want to do that. Really want to do that. That, those are so good, man. Those are, are they? So good. Yeah, I can't. I, I started to. I watched like five of them on tour, and then I stopped. And You're then now, like the cartoony animated. Uh, clones. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. good, man. They're good. And then, but now I have to start over with my wife because she loves Star Wars. So we'd have to like, I'd have to watch those five episodes. All, you know, when you presented with that situation, you have to just do it again. You know? Right, of course. And those first five, they were okay. I could tell it was just it was character development. I was learning with these people. Where, you know. The year 2021 is 10 years as a band for Bad Cop, Bad Cop, a very cool all-girl punk band from Cali, signed to Fat Records. They have four EPs, three full-length albums. They put out their latest called The Ride in 2020. And when their singer-guitarist Jenny Cotterell was a guest, she talked about being moved to tears, quite literally, by Wonder Woman. Um, Well, I love Wonder Woman. Yeah, it took some time for her to get a movie. Yeah, I know. We saw that on tour too. It was, um, so I did love that one. I think that's probably my pick. The scene where they opened up on the island and on all the women were like training. Um, I started crying. I didn't mean to. I just started crying. I was like, I've never seen this before. Like, you know what I mean? So many women and doing something powerful instead of like, like you see, anytime you see lots of women in a movie, they're just being hot. You know what I mean? And it's like, look at all these women, you know? um, So, yeah, that's probably my pick. But I'm not, I don't see a lot of movies. I'm kind of a wiener like that. I'm sorry. Musical guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Pineapple Sound, providing recording and mixing services for a wide range of artists and genres since 2013. 
Check them out at pineapplesound.com.
And now, listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast. Hailstorm is one of the most successful female-fronted rock bands of all time. They're from Red Lion, Pennsylvania, town of 6,000. And since releasing their debut in 2009, they've been one of the most consistent bands around. Radio hits, touring, Grammy Awards, they won their first for their song Love Bites in 2013, Best Hard Rock and Metal Performance. Their singer Lizzie Hale has been a guest of the podcast a few times, and the last time we talked about 50 Cent and Kanye West, Aliens, Soulmates, Social Media, we talked about the Motley Crue movie, Your Celebrity Lookalike, Tom Kiefer and Joan Jett came up, Chris Cornell's Death, and Lizzie shared a traveling story about Prague and Paris. Listen to this. Uh, when we played in, uh, the first time we ever played Prague, um, it was this tiny club. Uh, the, the, the PA system wasn't that great. The, the, the stage was tiny. We kind of walked in thinking, I don't know, man. I'm like, we've never played Prague, but like, I, I don't know how this is going to be. And it was one of the most absolute high-energy punk rock shows. Nice. <laughs> That I think we've ever played, you know, um, you know, same thing. Uh, and and you know, fast forward a little bit, we played Paris uh, shortly after the Bataclan attack, and right. we were we were we were expecting. I don't know what we were expecting, but we we weren't expecting it to be so incredibly joyful and triumphant. Mm. Um, I think we were expecting everything to be a little bit more subdued, maybe less people come out to the show. You know, because uh, not 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 that it would really happen at that you know place again, but one of those things where you know people were being cautious about going out of the shows. Right. And we have video of the crowd was moving so hard that the soundboard was shaking. Come on, back and forth. <laughs> wow. And so we have video of that happening. We're like, okay. Obviously, these kids are not afraid to come out to the rock show. Wow. Um, it's great. So, yeah, they, like little moments like that happen every so often. Like, you're just not quite sure what to expect, and then everybody just proves you wrong. Listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC-approved repair shop. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com. like a knife, don't get it twisted, or act like a fool, you either head for that border or you stay in this school, this ship is sinking, this town is a joke, costs more to die than to just stay afloat, these snakes are poison, thirsty for blood, you either slaughter that pig or track it down in the mud. Well, it's the devil's payday, and she's working for tips. Got a tight blue dress and those big cherry lips. And she's coming for me, and she's coming for you. No matter what you do. Now times are changing. We're always at war The streets are paved with gold But we 
Sipe, and I love that one. It's called Devil's Payday, a very bittersweet to play Kellen's music now as he passed away in 2020. Just the nicest of guys. He played a show for the podcast and everyone in the crowd was like, who the hell is this guy? Where did you find him? A big guy, a big heart, a big voice. Kellen, dude, you are missed, man. Thank you so much for the music. Played you a band called Small Town Artillery. Their song was The Birds Up North Are Braver, and you had me from the horn section. Come on, love that band. Great players, great group of guys. And if you're keeping up with them through Facebook, you've seen, no doubt, the video post about them making new music. So hopefully that means sooner rather than later. Okay, Todd's Trolls is coming up. You know the stupid, the mean, the hurtful, but really, it's the funny things that people say to what you post and what you see online. Nobody, nothing is safe. This week, the Asian Beach Games, the White Stripes, the live-to-action Mulan movie, and Foo Fighters. What? Foo Fighters? Bask in that white-hot spotlight, powered by our buddies at the Garage Games and Geekery out in Maple Ridge. It's your place to play Warhammer, D&D, Slay Trolls, and a lot more. Find them online through garagegames.ca. First, more guests in this Best Of podcast and a few of our sporting guests, all of whom are now brought to you by Joyce Heating Services, locally owned and operated since 1960. They bailed my ass out at my old loft, uh, had a hot water tank, blow up. Mike and the guys came over. Might as well have been wearing capes. They fixed me up real quick. We follow each other on social media and I reached out wondering if they'd, you know, be interested in sponsoring the podcast and and here we are. Check them out for heating or air conditioning at joyceheating.com. Now, if you keep up with drag racing, you will know of Dell Warsham since 1990. Racing in the NHRA, Dell is the youngest driver to win a funny car event, just 21 years old. He won the NHRA's Rookie of the Year as well the same year. He has 33 career victories, 8 in top fuel, 25 in funny car. He's only the third person to win championships in both. He's just a beast in the sport. And when Dell hit a Zoom with us, he talked about G-forces and the difference between driving top fuel and funny car. I actually drove both cars in competition during the same time at the same events. I raced the U.S. Nationals one time in both cars and, and won rounds in both cars. One first round, six minutes apart. 
And uh, the wow. funny car, let's start with the funny car. I drove it first. You sit real way far back in a funny car and you can't see anything moving on the side of you. Whereas like there's, there, there's no, there's no like a sensation of speed because nothing really going by your peripheral vision. You can't see things going by where let's say like in an airplane, when you're taking off on the runway or go along, you see the buildings in the road. Then all of a sudden the airplane rotates and it just goes to blue skies and you don't know, you don't know you're going fast anymore. Mm-hmm. So fuel car you can see things going by you and, and the sensation of speed is very great uh, you sit low and you can see the front wheels turning you can see the guardrails going by and it just feels like it feels like what you would imagine with 330 miles per hour <laughs> and sensation of speed is not there anything you know you're driving into this little spot out there and you're trying to look over the engine and it's making noise and it's smoking and there's fire out of the windows and you're just trying to win and and, and you're going down the track and, and not unless something goes wrong or something throws off your sense of, of what's going on, do you understand how fast you're going in a funny car because nothing's just really there as opposed to the top fuel car just feels very fast. And right. it definitely, when you go to stop, both cars are about the same when you go to stop. My favorite part of the run has always been like pulling the parachutes. You pull the parachutes, you let off the throttle, and everything just gets quiet, and you basically just float at over 300 miles per hour with shoots out, and it's, a, it's definitely an accomplishing feeling. When Eddie Lack was on the Vancouver Canucks backing up Roberto Luongo back in 2013, 2014, those were big years for me as a fan, watching every game, edge of your seat kind of stuff, go to a handful of games at Rogers Arena. You could say I was all in for those years. As you know, Eddie didn't get signed in the entry draft in 2009, but signed with the Canucks in 2010, went on to play with the Moose for a little bit, then played with the Canucks, then it was with the Hurricanes, the Flames, the Devils, did some time in the NHL. Now he's living the life, golfing a ton. He's a real estate agent in the Scottsdale, Arizona region. And when Eddie was a guest, he talked about when it was that he realized his true potential as a pro athlete. I don't know, like, I I think that I always had that belief in myself that I could. Like, now, looking back at it, I, I don't think that I really had a chance, like, and, like, really understood it until maybe when I signed that first contract with, like, Vancouver, right? Like, yeah. I I... Uh, thought that uh, uh, it was always a dream but like for that to like come come like true and actually put like a pen on paper right like that was super super cool James Sabalski is a longtime friend of the podcast. We go back to my time at 99.3 The Fox doing their afternoon show. Did that for almost 12 years, three to seven in the afternoon. It's the gravy shift, really. Some people call that. It is true, though, really. Way better than mornings. I don't care how much you want to pay me. Willingly waking up at four in the morning is just insane. You will know James present day as part of that the starting lineup on Sportsnet 650 here in Vancouver. And you'll know him and recognize him for so many reasons. TV sportscaster, reporter for Sports Central on TSN. He was on Sportsnet Pacific, co-hosted Sportsnet Central with Carolyn Cameron, was nominated for a Gemini Award for his work in the 2010 Winter Olympics. He won a Gemini for Best Sports Feature the following year for his sports story about the relationship between Terry Fox and Jay Triano. He's the play-by-play commentator for EA Sports' NHL franchise starting with 2020. James is a huge comic book nerd like me, 
And knowing that, you know I had to get into that world with him. Listen to him talk about his initial reaction when it was announced that Pattinson was going to play Batman. And then we got into the nuances of some of the actors who have played Bruce Wayne over the years. Well, I never read the Twilight books. Um, and so my first thought was like, oh boy, Team Edward, really? Or whatever. And, um, but man, I... I it works, you know, to kind of see how, uh, you know, he looks at, you know, to me, I think an important element to wearing the cowl is you need to have a bit of the jaw, right? Like yeah. I'm a little, like I got a little bit of a turkey neck here. So like, I, I just couldn't pull off Batman. Right. And I recognize that early. I just don't have that square jaw, which is why I got a little so bit. So you won't be auditioning it. for that, but you will be for the pirates of the Caribbean. That's it. I'll be a great uh, Jack Sparrow stand in or stunt double to get blown up in a ship. But, uh, but no, I think from what I've seen from Pattinson and from the trailer, he looks legit. Man. It looks pretty good. Like, right? like I, I, I look, I always look at Ben Affleck. As the guy from Mallrats. Do you remember that movie, Mallrats? Great movie. Yeah. and But like Kevin Affleck's Smith. character, he yeah. plays like the biggest D-bag, right? Just a total and, douche. <laughs> total. And, and so it's always tough to kind of shake that. It's like Bradley Cooper. I still, no matter how good, and man, he was great in The Star is Born, but Bradley Cooper to me is still the guy from The Wedding Crashers. Right. Like just that, yeah. that total D bag. Right. You yeah. just kind of think that, you know, there's probably, you know, an extension of his personality that kind of just lends for that dude to be a bit of a dick. And so, which makes him a great actor, but Affleck, as much as I cringed when I saw him being cast as Batman initially, I thought, man, how do you like, how do you go with that guy? And I thought he was, you know what? I might say like, he might be the best Bruce Wayne and Bale killed it. Right. Bale I didn't love his voice. Ba- like Bale, the only thing I didn't like was that he didn't like that. What is I just that? didn't like the fact that he wanted to tell everybody to smarten up like that. But I, know, I like, thought, why is yeah, that? Why? But, but you know what? Grizzled Batman, uh, uh, Ben Affleck, I thought he nailed it. I think Pattinson's going to be all right. I think he's obviously a little prettier because he's, he's younger. But I think, I think Pattinson's got a chance to hit a real home run here. I'm, I'm very optimistic. I, I yeah. felt like I was always judging like Michael Keaton, as good as he was, I didn't feel like Keaton had the job. I think that's important. Sporting guest visits of the Todd Cast podcast are powered by Joyce Heating Services, a family owned and operated heating business serving the lower mainland since 1960. Online at JoyceHeating.com. to bed where I used to rest my head and now I have a different zip code every week sold everything I couldn't take in my 98 gold protege and I swear I don't regret a single thing I had everything you work your whole life for you can't take it with you you die, can't cash a check on the other side There ain't no buying back your time, you know You can't take it with you When you go, we're all the same six feet below There ain't no diamonds in the sky Can't take it with you when you die 
pockets in one suitcase I'm as permanent as dollar store tattoos When people ask me if I miss the stuff I had, the way I lived I tell them none of that's worth holding on to No, you can't take it with you when you die Can't cash a check on the other side Powered by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world. Online at milanocoffee.ca. A look at this week's keyboard warriors, Todd's Trolls, on the Toddcast Podcast. And this week, you'll hear some of the best chirping that we found online over the last few months. The next time you're surfing around online, try and steer clear of those bullshit comments. Pretty much anything and everything. It's virtually impossible. No one and nothing is safe. The multi-sports Asian beach games took place in Sanya, China from November 26th through December 5th, 2020. No kidding. Beach athletics is one of the sports. Muscle-bound tough guys with a platform? Sounds fun. This is hilarious. Dragon boat racing is an actual event. Do they supply the weed too? Can't imagine spending any amount of time watching this. Boring. The White Stripes took heat in early December 2020 as they released their first ever Greatest Hits album, December 5th. A Greatest Hits album? It's gonna be an awfully short album. I don't think you're legally allowed to say Greatest Hits and White Stripes in the same sentence. What has four arms and sucks? The White Stripes. Remember the live to action Mulan was released on Disney December 15th, 2020, and you probably saw some of those comments. 
Dear Hollywood, come on, enough. We don't want your remakes and reboots. Signed, everyone. How many W's should I put in yawn? I want to get this tweet to Disney just right. This movie is needed? Like Trump needs another four years in office. And Foo Fighters, millions and millions of albums sold, sold out arena tours worldwide, 12 Grammy Awards, four Brit Awards, an American Music Award, two MTV Video Music Awards. And when they released their new album, Medicine at Midnight, on February 5th, about a month back, they took heat. Unpopular opinion. Dave Grohl needs to go away, even if it's just for a while. Is oversaturation hyphenated? I want to get this tweet right. Oh, good. More middle-of-the-road music from one of rock's most overrated. Yawn. Todd's Trolls on the Toddcast podcast is powered by The Garage, Games, and Geekery. Your place to play RPGs, board games, and Warhammer in Maple Ridge. Online at garagegames.ca.
That band is Sleep Circle. It's fronted by podcast favorite Jake Tuzel. A great song for those guys called Consumed. Got a bit of a Matthew Good band vibe to it, even though I know that most bands will say, man, I hate that shit. Why, you know, what do you sound like? Of course, I mean nothing but the best with that comparison. Matt Good is awesome. We had Sleep Circle, in fact, uh, play a podcast show at the Railway. I think it was right around, right before the pandemic hit. Feels like it was about a year, year and a bit ago. Good band. But, I mean, really, hearing their stuff, you kind of expect that out of those guys, don't, don't you? You heard something new for Sadie Campbell. Here's a Vancouverite now calling Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee is home for her now. She's down there kicking walls down, making a name for herself and loving the latest offering. You can't take it with you. She did a live stream. Maybe it was a two, three months back now. It was incredible. She's a natural, just makes it look effortless, impressive live. Speaking of that live music, if you're playing a socially distanced show, uh, there are still some happening, or maybe it's a live stream event, let us know about it. If it's indie, we'll post it at the indie scene at toddhancock.ca. That is brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios, 40 plus years experience in the music industry. Find out about these guys through mysticrhythms.ca. Okay, our final guests of this episode 240, a best of podcast and highlights from a few entertainment guests, all of whom are powered by tomes. Let them help relieve stress and anxiety. Ensure a great night's sleep. The first seven nights are 100% on them. It's free at tomes.com. That's T-A-U-M-M-H-O-M-S.com. T-A-U-M-M-H-O-M-S.com. Life coach and pave your paradise podcast host, tongue twister, Mandy Ross went to Humber out east for broadcast, print, and digital journalism. She's a hustler. She's a grinder. Quite active on social media, always positive, always centered. And when Mandy joined a Zoom with us, she talked about the broadcast industry and being influenced early on in life by, check this, The Price is Right and Wheel of Fortune. It's funny that you actually bring this up. When I was younger, like the whole TV hosting and kind of journalism, uh, I guess, journey of mine, there's two big things that come up to me whenever I think about this. One of them, I'll relay it back to the TV show question, but one of the things I would naturally do, and this is an interesting thing, my parents actually gave me a plastic play school tape recorder as a child, and I love this thing so much. I would literally run up to strangers and ask them about themselves. Like just naturally. I had no sense of shyness. Like I would just take this thing and go to people and start like literally questioning them. So lo and behold, I end up asking people questions for a living as an adult. Um, But it's funny you bring up the TV show and kind of that reference or that influence. When I was younger, believe it or not, one of the things that I used to do is when the price is right or when the wheel of fortune was on and like my grandparents are immigrants when they first came to Canada, they still to this day watch wheel of fortune. And when the wheel of fortune would come on, for some reason I felt so compelled to stand up and pretend along with Vanna white that I was Vanna white revealing these numbers or sorry, the letters on the screen. Yeah. And the, the number thing I was thinking in my head, the price is right. I would pretend that like when the woman would stand up on the price is right, I would just kind of stand there as like a little model and pretend that I was like, you know, showing off the TV or the, you know, the <laughs> all the things on the stage. Like it's, it's kind of funny. And then, yeah, I end up being a TV host presenter. So, so I would what, say those two things. 
You'll know Erica M. as a former Much Music VJ, in fact, one of the best during her time at the Nation's Music Station. And since her awesome run with Much, you've seen her host or appear in a bunch of great shows as well. Yummy Mummy on Life Network and Discovery Health in the U.S., Pop Stars The One on Global, Real Life with Erica M., Power Play on Discovery Channel Canada, The Company, Nestle Baby and You, and Science from A to M. She boasts three Canadian Country Music Awards and three SOCAN Awards. She's written songs for Van Morrison, for crying out loud. And when Erica was a guest, I'd brought up career highlights and how, surely, her interview with Nirvana's Kurt Cobain had to be up there. I had no idea at the time, that would be the interview that has kind of defined my career. And what's interesting is that it didn't define my career at the time. At the time, it was just like, yeah, it was a pretty cool interview. Yeah. But when it was posted on YouTube about five years ago, outside of much music, where anybody could see it, and this also after long after the death of Kurt Cobain, it kind of reemerged from the, uh, the vaults of much music. And listening to him speaking today with the insights that we have, knowing that he killed himself a few months later, the, the conversation takes on additional depth, I guess. Um, it was very strategic. I did very strategically approach it in a different way. Um, When he walked, first of all, it was a junket. So if you're not in the industry, you may not know what that term means, but essentially a junket is um, when a record company or a movie company invites a whole bunch of media to congregate in one area. Usually it's a hotel and you're given a hotel room and the star goes from room to room or the media, the star sits there and the media goes in and out of that room and has a short period of time. So we were the Canadian contingent to interview him. I wasn't a big fan, by the way, of them. Uh, I liked them, but I wasn't, like I wasn't a rabid fan or anything like that. And I was very worried because I had heard that he's very, anti-media because he's sort of anti-authority right like he's he Mm. was he's an underground dude and you know we come in hi how are you hey kurt who's wondering tell me about the first cut on the album you know bullshit so my strategy was different when he walked in i said to him hey i'm erica um do you want to do the interview in the bed or on the back balcony and he was like what and he, I remember his face looking kind of uncomfortable because I was asking him to jump into bed with him with a camera. And he said, oh, I'll do it on the, on the back. And I was hoping that he would do it on the back anyway. But so we did it on the balcony. Which, so, you know, that scene now you can, when you've seen yep. it, you know, you see Seattle behind us. And I wanted to talk to him like a human being. And I figure if you talk to someone like a human being, they'll drop their guard and talk to you like a human being. So if you listen to my language, it's very colloquial. It's, I'm kind of goofy, very, not low brow, but very understated and not 
professional on purpose. And my strategy worked. I disarmed him and we had a real conversation. And I listened while he was talking. He saw my face reacting to what he was saying. And so he was like, hey, you know, this girl actually is interesting and interested. And so he got to actually talk about things that are important to him. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, you know, looking back on it, it was, it turned out really well. It was very special. I love interviewing. Wish I could do it all the time. You'll know Katie Carney for a couple of reasons, modeling and golf. She has a big following, something like a half a million people follow her online. Katie also has a degree in journalism. No doubt you'll eventually see her hosting uh, in pro golf. I mean, watch the full YouTube video. You'll get the feeling that she would absolutely crush in that role. Listen to her talk about playing Augusta golf course and walking with Tiger Woods. A personal highlight in my golf um, world was to play Augusta National. That was literally like a dream come true. It's it's just a spectacular course. And it was right after um, the Masters. So all the scoreboards and everything were still up. And I mean, like I would just walk down the fairway and get goosebumps. It was just an unbelievable experience. Yeah. But like it was just also thinking very- of the people that have walked there before you, right? Like exactly. I'm walking and playing the same course that Nicholson played, you know, Norman right. played and all the greats. Yeah, it was really, really special. And we got to stay in the cottages on the property. They COVID test wow. you when you got there. And if you tested negative, uh, or I'm sorry, if you tested positive, they literally just drove you off the property and were like, good luck. So right. I was really nervous. Passed, obviously. Um, but it, that was really, really special. But my very first job in golf was the PGA Championship in St. Louis, which was ironic because that's where I'm from. So it was really full circle. And I got to walk with Tiger. And that was just really, really special. And that's really what got me into um, golf and what made me fall in love with it. So then I decided to stick with it and start doing the golf travel and um, golf freelance um, promotion. Right. Like Joe Walsh says, life's been good so far. Yes, it has. Entertainment guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Tomes, where quality sleep matters. Find out more at Tomes.com. That's T-A-U-M-M-H-O-M-S dot com.
They are called Hazel Blackburn, and the song is Swamp Fortress, easily one of my favorites in the local scene here in Vancouver. I thought you might like it as well. We've had these guys play a few times over the years, and the live scene needs a boost. We'll hopefully see that coming sooner than later, hopefully by summertime. Just a matter of time, really, being smart and kind of masking up and keeping that social distance thing, limiting unnecessary travel, getting the vaccine when it becomes available. Of course, you know that you know doing your part to kick COVID to the curb because wouldn't it be great to hit a few shows this summer looking forward to next week the pretty reckless singer Taylor Momsen is a guest here in this quick teaser she talks about her biggest accomplishment in music I think that it's impressive that we're still you know I think that's the biggest thing is and and that we continue to grow like that's that's the most important thing like as soon as you get I feel like as soon as you get kind of content or stagnant or you know pleased with yourself as an artist and you're like that was the best I can do well that's the death of an artist so like we're always trying to push forward and and better what we you know better what we've done previously and and I think that by sticking with that kind of mentality and and having that be the goal of be you know if you played a great show on Wednesday the show on Thursday has got to be better like it's that kind of you know like you know if you wrote a great song and then the next song's got to be better like it's and that kind of mentality is is really i think the driving force of this band and, and the reason that we're still around so i think that's the that's the biggest accomplishment is just that we're still here doing it and and we you know love it <laughs> really was a good conversation with taylor momson joining taylor next week making her third appearance on the podcast it's a crowd favorite fitness trainer and model jessica kiernan and he's the host of the wildly popular local podcast called This Is Van Color Podcast. Host Mo Amir is also joining us next week. Of course, want to give a big thanks to this week's guest too. Really appreciate everyone's time jumping on Zoom or a phone call and to be a guest. It really does mean a lot. And I think that's going to do it for this one. Episode 240, a best of podcast. My name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for listening, for finding me, for If this is your first time, uh, if you like what you heard, please tell your friends. Subscribe as well on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. We're on YouTube too. We're also part of the Dean Blundell Network out of Toronto at deanblundell.com and the Boot Crew Media Network out of New Orleans at bootcrewmedia.com. Of course, comment and rate the podcast because it helps out big time. Search it out through Toddcast Podcast. Huge thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors. We couldn't do it straight up. We wouldn't do it without their support. You can find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast with your business, you know you can do it for as little as 10 bucks a day. It's cheap. It's inexpensive. Cheap's a negative word. It's it's cheap. It's inexpensive. Regardless, maybe we'll talk soon. There's contact info at the homepage. Hey, by the way, if you can help us get a sponsor, we'll give you a commission based on their ad buy. If you know a business that would make sense to sponsor us, let me know. Till next week, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself. The Toddcast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and bookmark ToddHancock.ca.